episode of the Poitras Ponderings podcast for the 2022 calendar year. Thank you for joining us to pause, ponder, and project this week. episode, Jim speaks to us on the important subject of faith. What is faith? What is the evidence of faith? So I turn this over to our host, Jim Poitras. Hello, everybody. This is the Poitras Ponderings podcast. It's the place where we pause, we ponder, and we project. I'm sure that you've noticed that lately we've been pausing as we've gone through the holiday season, Christmas and New Year, now beginning 2022. I feel like I need to go ahead and introduce myself once again. It's Jim Poitras with the Poitras Ponderings Podcast. In this particular episode, I want to go ahead and look at what is the evidence of faith? What is the evidence of faith? We all want to be faithful. We want to be full of faith. We want to live a life of faithfulness. And I know that faith and faithfulness are two imperatives when it comes to service to God in missions or any other ministry endeavor. And uh, a large portion of what I'm going to explain to you today, talk to you about today, did come from two very great men of God. One is Nick Sisko, a good friend, a missionary to South Africa, who took a sermon that I provided him notes for by a former General Secretary of Foreign Missions or General Secretary of Global Missions, as it's called today, the late and the beloved Reverend Edwin Judd, a great man of God who spoke on the evidence of faith. Uh, Brother Judd entitled his particular message, The Evidence of Faith That Pleases God. So we're not only talking about faith, but what is the evidence of that faith? Faith is something all of us want to have and all of us want to practice it. When we think of faith and try to define it, we immediately go to a particular chapter of God's Word. Any idea what that chapter would be? Uh, You're right, Hebrews chapter number 11, the faith chapter. Hebrews chapter number 11, verses 1 to 2 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report or a good testimony. In this particular chapter of God's Word, Hebrews chapter 11, we see a list of biblical characters there are such names as Enoch, Noah, and Abraham. There's Sarah and Rahab. And the list continues to go on and on. And even though these Bible heroes lived in different parts of the world and they lived during different time periods, they all possess the necessary quality of faith that pleased God. Again, in Hebrews chapter 11, but this time in verse number 6, the scripture says, But without faith. It is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. 
In Luke chapter 18 and verse number 8, Jesus asked his disciples a very interesting question. He asked them, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? That's a very interesting question that we want to look at today. What kind of faith is Jesus expecting for when he returns? What type of faith is he looking for when he returns? How do we know or define that faith that pleases God? And what is the evidence of that faith? In Matthew chapter 7, verses 22 to 23, Jesus says, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you, depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. So we see that one can have faith and even experience the supernatural, but does not have faith that pleases God. In James chapter 2, verse number 20, we are informed that faith without works is dead. But what does that really mean? In James chapter 2, verses 14 to 26, we need to go ahead and note the main point that is being emphasized there, and that is obedience. Your faith is seen by what you do, not so much by what you say, because obedience serves as the evidence of faith that pleases God. I don't want you to miss that, my friends, on the Poitras Ponderings podcast in this particular episode, a very key point let me go ahead and repeat that because it's so pivotal and foundational and fundamental and so important to this particular podcast episode that I want to repeat it and say obedience serves as the evidence of faith that pleases God. Abraham is a hero of faith that's talked about in James chapter 2, not because of any miracle that he performed, but because he heard the voice of God and he did what God told him to do. Even though it was contrary to all of his logic, he obeyed and he worshiped God while he did it because he lived a life of faith and the evidence of that faith was his obedience. James chapter 2, verses 23 to 24, the Holman Christian Standard Bible, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him for righteousness and he was called God's friend. You see that a man is justified by works and not by faith alone. The point here is biblical faith requires obedience, which in turn will produce the works. Warren Wiersbe in the Bible commentary attributed to his name said, faith is confidence in God that leads to obedience to God. True faith is based on what God says and is demonstrated in what we do. People with faith do things for God, and God does things for them. As I begin my new year, 2022, as you begin your new year, 2022, I'm sure that you, like me, I want to live a life of faith. But that faith is evidenced by my obedience to God. Another point is faith is not only believing, but it is living a life of obedience. With that understanding, let's go back to Hebrews chapter 11 and consider some of the characters that are mentioned there. I believe that we'll discover uh, why these people were divinely named heroes of faith. 
there was something in their lives that gave evidence to that faith. I mean, you can look at someone like Noah, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7, by faith Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 7. So you see, Noah built an ark to save anyone that would believe his message, and he preached for 120 years while he built that boat big enough to accommodate a lot of people. Even though it had never rained and he was probably made fun of, he still obeyed God. He did what God told him to do, and he was saved along with his family because of his faith. The evidence of faith that pleased God was, in fact, Noah's obedience. You look at Jericho. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 30. Can you imagine the ridicule that they must have suffered while walking around the walls? Uh, notice that it reads walls. The fortified city had two protective walls. One source says that the outside one was six feet thick and the inside one was 12 feet thick. But they obeyed God. It was the evidence of their faith. Rahab, by faith the harlot Rahab, did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 31 she obeyed the instructions that were given to her by these spies. She stayed in her house that was built on the wall while the wall was falling down. Her world was falling down all around her, but she obeyed the instructions and stayed in the house to her salvation and ultimately was included in the human lineage of Jesus Christ himself. That faith that pleases God is demonstrated by acts of obedience to the word and to the plan of God. You see, to believe is to obey. Only those that believe can obey, and only those who obey actually believe. James chapter 2, verse 19, you believe that there is one God, you do well, even the demons believe and tremble. This is where many people are deceived. They think just because God works through a person to perform miracles, that God approves of everything that's going on in that particular person's life. The supernatural in and of itself is not the evidence of faith that pleases God. Remember Matthew chapter 7, verse 22 to 23, and if you read verse 21, then insight will also be gained on this particular subject. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven, Matthew 7 21. There it is again. Obedience is the evidence of faith that pleases God. When we are obedient in the small things, it sets the foundation for being obedient in the bigger things as well. Obedience to God is one of the ways we worship Him, that we get closer to Him, and prepares us to accomplish whatever He leads us to do. The Greek word for obey in the New Testament means to trust. According to Holman's Illustrated Bible Dictionary, a concise definition of biblical obedience is to hear God's word and to act accordingly. Because biblical obedience to God means to hear, trust, submit, and surrender to God and to his word. It was C.S. Lewis that once said, Obedience is the key that opens every door. 
John Stott said, the test of love is obedience. Faith and obedience go hand in hand. When you trust someone, you'll do what they say. God's word contains many incredible promises, as we already know. Some of them are conditional because they are linked to our obedience. Let's just take a quick look at some of the verses on obedience. Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 33. You shall walk in the ways which the Lord your God has commanded you, that you may live and that it may be well with you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. Deuteronomy chapter 11, 26 to 28. Behold, I set before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing, if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and a curse if you do not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside from the way which I command you today to go after other gods which you have not known. James chapter 1, verse 22 to 25, But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror, for he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not forgetful here, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. James chapter 1, verse 22 to 25. And finally, with Joshua chapter 1, verse 7 and 8, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, then you will have good success." The evidence of faith. What is the evidence of faith? Obedience serves as the evidence of faith that pleases our God. As I wrap up this Poitras Ponderings podcast, I also want to mention a book that I've read during the holidays. One of the books that I've read during the holidays, it's called A Third of Us, What It Takes to Reach the Unreached by Marvin J. Newell. And he's talking about so many of the people groups that do not actually know the word of God, don't know the gospel, have not heard of the name of Jesus. And getting closer to the end of the book, this is what I want to draw your attention to in closing today. It says, have you stopped to consider what role God would have you play in reaching frontier unreached peoples, those that make up a third of us? Obedience to the teachings of Jesus is seldom easy. Obeying his command to join the task of reaching the unreached can be especially daunting. To engage in it, it is not for the faint of heart or the weak in commitment. On one level, it takes a combination of willingness, determination, faith, and risk-taking for one to personally cross over into a foreign culture and possibly live on foreign soil. In, in order to bring unreached people groups to the knowledge of Jesus, on another level, it may mean helping those who commit to such a path by rendering support through prayer, financial assistance, or just simple encouragement. And obedience to the teachings of Jesus is seldom easy. Obeying his command to join the task of reaching the unreached can be especially daunting. He has a quote here by J. Hudson Taylor. The Great Commission is not an option to be considered 
it is a command to be obeyed. I'm Jim Poitras. This has been the Poitras Ponderings Podcast, The Evidence of Faith. Obedience is the evidence of faith that pleases God. Until next time, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you so very much. God bless you. Have a great new year. See you again next episode.